Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome, everybody, to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Hooray! It's January. We're still having some fun here, and I'm so excited about our next guest. This is her third visit to the show. She is one of two people who have been on the show three times. She's a great friend of the show, former Pinberg correspondent, and uh, my sister from another mister. She is the organizer for Babes, uh, Babes, <laughs> Bells and Chimes Richmond. Help me welcome awesome babe herself, Laura Fraley. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Lauren, for having me back on. It's been so long, girl. I've missed you. I missed you too. Like Laura and I chat all the time on the interwebs, but it has been a while because you came on during the summer when I was in that dead heat of having like a bunch of happy hours with Bell's chapters and groups. Yes, <laughs> those were great. It was me and Andy and Jesse, and they told me to tell you hi tonight. Aww, tell them I said hi. I still talk about bicycle pants with people. And if you want <laughs> references to that, you need to listen to that episode because that was super fun. Um, bicycle pants. Yeah, bicycle pants. Like, what are you talking about, Lauren? I'm like, bicycle pants. Um, yeah, so we had like, the most is fun. They were too fun. Uh, but we haven't had a chance to have you back on the show. And I, you know, I had my hiatus and I, and I was like, reached out to Laura. I was like, hey, you want to come on the show? And and we made it work. We made all the magical things happen. So Laura is here and we're going to talk about some stuff. I didn't even do the most important thing in your intro when I literally wrote it down. Oh, no. The Twippy, <laughs> the Twippy nominated <laughs> Quarantopia selfie tournament organizer. Congratulations on your big nomination. Thank you very much. Uh, it was a huge surprise and I'm not going to win, but it sure was fun. You and... don't know that. You don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? I know. You're going to win. And I, I just went, I went Clark to take a picture and like, like I was like, not going to win. Shot, shocked, like, like, you know, mascara running, like I won. I won. So, yeah, I'm no. willing to admit that I provided a small service to the pinball community in a very dark time. But um, if you watched Pen Clash, uh, Carl D'Angelo's Pen Clash, which I could not take my eyes off of, uh, you know, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit more about the selfie tournament. Just let people know what that was all about in a little bit. You've been a guest on the show. This is your third visit. And I wanted to tell you, like, I was thinking about this. I actually made a list. Like, this is horrible podcasting, y'all, but I'm showing it to Laura. Like, there's a list of people, and I, like, put little tally marks on who had been. And a lot of people have been on twice, but only you and Deborah Talman have been on three times. And this is your third time. So I've decided whoever, whether it be you, Deborah, or another random person, whoever hits five, I'm going to get them a sparkle jacket just like mine. And we're going to oh go places gosh. together. Like, you're, I'm going to get you the sequin jacket because I feel like like you like <laughs> reached a like level of status like that not everybody's going to hit. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then, oh, you know, well. it happens <laughs> it's like the people who host Saturday Night Live more than five times. I'm like, it's special. It's special. Right. And I'm very competitive. <laughs> now, Laura's like, I. This yeah, is Deborah. Deborah's pretty competitive, too. But um, <laughs> I think I'm going to play this game a little bit better than she does. <laughs> so the sparkle jacket can be yours. You can be matchy matchy and get a silver one like mine, or you can pick your color, but it's just going to be a sequin jacket. It's oh going to be gosh. amazing. So I want you to dream big. So there you go. I'm, I'm putting motivated. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, some other cool stuff that happened. So a few weeks ago, I had put on the interweb a contest for Pinbalm uh, from Brooke Spradlin. And she has this amazing product called Pinbalm. Again, channeling Lip Smackers 1991. And it's the bestest. And I had so much fun with it. And she's putting out other things like blush and like all kinds of like pin themed makeup. It's the bestest. And I did a giveaway. And I want to congratulate Beck from Hup Challenge. She was the one that won the giveaway. So congratulations back. And I'll send you, I'll get some info from you. She's actually coming on the show. So I was just like, that was a weird coincidence, but I, I swear cool. everybody was very legit and above board, but I'd like to give Laura a special uh, honorable mention. Cause I thought you had the funnest uh, name, uh, strawberry smash the patriarchy. So I was Did like, I, I say that. <laughs> that, was, that was the official name of your. Yeah, I was gonna Laura. Laura Strawberry smashed the patriarchy. I, like, I don't even remember that. It must have been 
<laughs> late <laughs> at night or something. I mean, it sounds like me. <laughs> I love strawberry. So I mean, I'm totally for it. Like a couple of people had strawberry, but I felt like uh, she took it a step further. I loved like the name of it. I was like, this is the bestest. So uh, <laughs> congratulations back. And we're going to have Brooke on the show in a couple of weeks. I'm really excited to talk about all the new developments and all the new products that um, she is putting out. And the, the again, if you guys are interested, I'll put a link in the show notes for the chapstick. I got my grape here right now. But right now, I'm also the other big thing that I was doing for another giveaway is I'm eating cookies, which I'm drinking with my diet Snapple, which I haven't quite decided like which is worse. But I am in love with my Girl Scout cookies that came in like a week. So hashtag puppy for Ella. Uh, we've oh, got only, right. yeah, only two more weeks for purchasing some cookies to support Ella's dog dreams. And I'm really hoping that uh, Taylor Cracks, her dad, Taylor Reese, the host of this flipping podcast or co-host, I should say. But guys, if you want a chance to win a awesome, and I'm not talking like, I, I mean, my prize packs are awesome. I mean, I send you stickers and pins, and the, but I promise it's going to have more stuff. It's going to be like, it's a decent sized box. So I'm going to put lots of cool stuff in there. If you buy cookies from Ella, and I'll put that link in the show notes too, and it's on um, the uh, Facebook page and the Instagram page. Um, just send me proof of purchase. Like you can just do a snapshot, whatever, just saying that you bought some cookies from her and I'll put you in a drawing. Everybody that purchases cookies from Ella will be in a drawing for a awesome Backbox Pinball Podcast prize pack. It's really cool. I'm very excited about it. So is now the right time to tell you that old Tay Tay is pretty impervious to social pressure. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure this is going to work. I hope that it does. And I need to buy some cookies, even though I don't really like cookies, but (laughs) which yeah, uh, you, you could know, probably edit that out because it's a horrifying thing to say, but I don't like cookies, but <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone. You cannot like cookies, but you, if you want to support Ella and her dog dream, you can either donate cookies. Like they'll send cookies to like troops or wherever, or oh, you cool. can like gift cookies. They have all kinds of cool stuff you can do. So even if you don't necessarily like to eat cookies, you can donate cookies or donate them, you know, gift them to somebody. So there's lots of cool things you can do. Sold. Yeah, I know. Like back in the olden times, like I told her, I was like dragging around like my little wagon all over my my, my little neighborhood. And my dad's like, no, nope, this is your thing. Go sell your cookies. So I was like, okay. So I'm just dragging my <laughs> wagon around. I'm like, I was like, now y'all just sell them on the internet. It's like, that's great. So, and, but I'm running out of lemonade cookies, which are my favorite. And like, they don't sell them here in San Antonio. I have to get them via Ella. So I'm going to like buy more, even though I shouldn't be buying more cookies. But anyway. I'm rambling. Buy some cookies from Ella. Link in the show notes. If you buy them, send me proof of purchase. You'll be in the hunt for a drawing. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Good luck, Ella. Yay. Good luck. And, uh, and then, then we, I Googled the Pomsky dog that she like, they want, they really want to get. It's like a Pomeranian Husky, which is a very interesting mix. I never would have put that together, but it's the most adorable dog I've ever seen. I even showed it to the spouse and he was like, oh, he's like, that's, that's really cute. I'm like, I know. He's like, maybe. I was like, we'll probably end up with a dog from the shelter. <laughs> um, but yeah. he, was, he was still like on like, that's a that's a cute dog. I was like, oh, I know. So Shelter but, dogs are cuter, though. Let's I be know. real here. <laughs> I was like, Delilah is a, is a shelter dog. Actually, Delilah was rejected twice. I'm like her third family. And I, I find out why later on after I keep her. But because <laughs> like, you're a pain. But I love you. Like, everybody ends up with the dog like they're supposed to. Like, that's my fe- feeling with pets. Like, you find your, like, pet soulmate. Like, they find you. And Delilah is, like, loud and needy and, like, a hot mess. I'm like, yes, you're my dog. You're my my precious princess. It is strange how pets start to mimic their uh, owners or keepers. Keepers. (laughs) Keepers. They're people. (laughs) They're people. Back in the day, like Caesar Milan, like I was like the alpha. Like I'm so not the alpha. Like she just, whenever she wants something, she just barks at me. She's like, woman, I want to go outside woman I want to eat and and if Chris and I hug or like you know show any affection she starts barking like wildly and like will wedge herself between us I'm like this is really sad I was like why well, that's are a good you excuse. <laughs> I was just like why are you doing this and then we do it like just to like make her mad and then she gets really upset like we're just we're just me we're, we're oh. but, but again Puppy for Ella, link in the show notes, buy some cookies, donate some cookies. It's going to be amazing. So I was talking a little pinball news. I told Laura, I was like, news on the ground is low. Guns N' Roses limited edition is now being produced. It's on the line at Jersey Jack. 
The biggest thing, though, are the Twippies. As we mentioned earlier, you were nominated for said Twippy, and I was super excited for you. I was like, yay! So we're going to talk about, I pulled out, like, I was like, I know I printed it out somewhere. Um, the uh, Twippy Awards uh, categories, and I'm going to ask you what your choices were for some of these categories. We won't go through all of them because we do not have enough time. Um, we did this with... Uh, Rebecca and Jordan from Fliptronic, they were hilarious. I'll tell you to the best of my ability, uh, I do have my ballot open, but there are some categories I probably just won't tell you <laughs> because there were so many people that I had to leave out with three choices for certain it's categories. True. But it was it's like, true. I love the three choices because I, I got to put everybody in there, but then I had to rank them. It was very stressful. <laughs> it was. Shout out to my friend, Jeff Patterson, Mr. Twip.com, Mr. This Week in Pinball. I told him, I'm like, I need like a cheat sheet, man, because I went in there and voted, but I don't know, like, I can't look back as as a content creator, I'm going to have to talk about this and I can't keep on opening the ballot. So, so there yeah, is, the if you cheat sheet has like, you know, 5,000 words, Lauren. It's, it, not it really it's like, the, like, it's like more stressful to look at that thing. That is true. It's like, you guys remember, like they let you take in one sheet of paper into an exam and you like right. literally wrote everything on it yeah. when you were in college. It, it is that. So kudos to Jeff for getting it all in one sheet, but you probably will need a magnifying glass to make it work. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. So for those of you who don't know, the Twippies are a people's choice style award show that is hosted by this week in pinball and the actual virtual hosts this year are Jack danger from dead flip and Emoto arcade. I'm very excited. Voting is taking place right now for the month of January. If you haven't voted, you can vote by the end of the month. Also, if you voted like myself and you're like rethinking, like, I think I should have ordered this differently, you can go back and essentially re-vote. It essentially will knock out your old vote and replace it with your new vote as long as you use the same email address. So, all right, Laura, here we go. We're going to get into this. Best all toy right. and gimmicks. Oh, boy. Um, it looks like I picked a, a game that I haven't even played yet, um, which is Guns N' Roses for my first choice in that just because it, it, it just looked amazing with the um, base head and the drumsticks and the shooter lane and all the other um, uh, special touches that they put on there. It was so shiny and I haven't played it or even seen one in person, but I just kind of had to, had to vote for that. And that's where I am. And, and we talked a little bit about this on the last show. It's kind of between um, that and the crane from heist. I, I, I think that's an amazing like little feet of engineering. Um, but when you look at Guns N' Roses, there's just so much stuff. Even if I, I haven't seen it in person, I've only seen it in stream. I mean, between the, the drumsticks and the everything else, I'm just, it's just a very wow package. So I kind of, I, I think for me, it, it was Guns N' Roses, I think is what I picked. Um, so I kind of agree with you on that one. Next category, best animations. Oh man, best animations. See, I haven't really seen much i mean it's been a pretty dry year i haven't watched a ton of streams i had to go with avengers on that even though i don't think that that's the right answer <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i mean stern's uh graphic uh animation needs a, a little bit of work to yeah i mean we've got a lot of still images that are kind of uh, floating i don't really know what it would be called in a graphic design world but it, it's it's nice to look at it's fine um, I kind of just voted for that category because it was there. Oh, I feel like this is so depressing. You're asking me my <laughs> answer. Well, I voted for this because I didn't know any other games. <laughs> and I have it in my house. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about it in a minute. I have some questions for you about that. All right. Next category, best light show. Uh, Guns and Roses. Yeah, I I might have a seizure every time I see that light show. It's amazing. <laughs> like it is a. I mean, Jersey Jack, well done. It's amazing. Um, but it is intense. I'm like, can we dial that back? I'm like for me, I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> and I it love Guns and Roses, the band. Uh, so I really do want to be able to play this uh, some someday. Although I've not uh, historically loved Jersey Jack's games or the way that they flow, I'm pretty excited about playing that one. Yeah, out of all of the the games I've like all of Jersey Jack games I played, the one I probably like the most is Wonka. I'm excited to play it. I think there's one for me down in Corpus Christi, which is about three hours away. I'm really hoping somebody local buys one and like 
lets me in there, but I get it. It's COVID. I totally get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think I might just have to like, you know, drive myself to Corpus Christi. So that's all right. Next category, best call outs. Oh, these categories are so boring. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I picked Avengers for best callouts. I mean, there are just so many categories with all the same games. Oh, I'm killing your buzz here. Best, sorry, best callouts. Avengers Infinity Quest. You're holding I love you. You, ne- you never kill my buzz, girl. I love it because listeners, as you know, last episode with Rebecca and Jordan, like they everything was Hot Wheels. So now everything with Laura is Infinity Quest. <laughs> it's like the only. Let me see. Now I've played Stranger Things. Um, I've played Turtles, unfortunately. Yeah, there's a few more. <laughs> sorry, Lauren, please continue. You're doing great. I'm No, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm eating a cookie. It's like the cardinal sign of like video podcast. I like, knew you were eating a cookie. No, Laura, continue. Mostly because I could see you eating the cookie. <laughs> These lemonade cookies are delicious, y'all. I can't even tell you how much I love them. Um, all right. T- speaking of sounds, best music and sound. What do you think I picked? <laughs> Did you pick Avengers? Did you pick Avengers? I, 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 did. I don't remember picking it, but I guess I did. I didn't go straight down, you know, the line. I wasn't Avengers for everything, um, but I did. I did pick Avengers for that. I really, really love after you collect the gem, the song that it plays. It's it's uh, very triumphant, and I I like that song, and that song sold it for me. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love it so much. All right. <laughs> best rules. Best rules. Scrolling down. I picked Avengers. I mean, it's We're got great rules. <laughs> <laughs> the code uh, is still new. <laughs> the code but, is real new, but I've heard good things about the rule set. So, and compared to everything else on here, um, I've heard uh, good things about Hot Wheels, of course. I haven't played Stranger Things with the new code, but I've heard it's made a big difference. So I'm excited to to play that with the new code. And I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I haven't played Avengers. So I'm kind of like a little in the dark on that one. Stranger, Stranger Things was my second choice for best rules. I think the, the new code did change it and make it uh, a little bit more fun. And they have this uh, side game where you have to complete uh, specific tasks, kind of like Nublar in Jurassic Park, where you can just play the game um, by itself, and you you complete lit shots, and it's it's pretty fun. Best artwork. I mean, Lauren, I, I picked Avengers again because I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, there are like four pinball machines that I've played this year that are new. So I just, you know, giving a shout out to my homie Elwin, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> Team I mean, Elwin all day long. Well, he didn't do the artwork on that, obviously. It's uh, it's Zombie Yeti, I yep. believe. Um, yeah. And Zombie Yeti is fantastic. So. You know, it's hard to compete with Zombietti, even though the theme is not my favorite and I did not vote for it for best theme. <laughs> and that's what I was just about to ask you. Best theme, Laura. The actual question in there, when I read it, I, I think it said best theme, only the theme, nothing else about the game or something like that. Yeah, because so there's picked- a theme and then we're going to ask theme integration, but just like strictly on theme. Right. On just theme, theme alone, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I grew up with that. and. Yeah, I really I thought I think it's a great theme. I know that there's so much out there, especially with Avengers coming out at the end of the year. Um, A lot of people were like, oh, I was like, I really thought they did a great job with that. And I it was I think it was in my top three for sure. But I thought they did a great job. If you're going to pick a theme and you're going for retro nostalgia, you couldn't do better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, from what's out there. Um, And they had a lot of the. Um, animation and, and things. There were just a lot of things that were in there. Um, so we'll kind of roll into that follow-up question. Best theme integration. Guns and Roses. Yeah. It, Guns it and looks Ro- like a concert. I mean, it does. it's rock and roll. Guns and Roses was rock and roll. Is, I guess they're still around. <laughs> is, is rock and roll. I don't know if they're rock and roll anymore. <laughs> I haven't listened like, to them in 15 uh, years. but I, I, don't, I don't know if they're like super rock and roll, but we're, we're going to give you like, all right, you guys are rock and roll enough to have a pinball machine. I think that theme integration wise, um, I thought Guns N' Roses, Rick and Morty and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those kind of in there um, were fantastic for theme, like integrating the theme. Like I, when right. I was, you know, seeing those in stream and playing those in person, like, wow, those were really good. I also thought Stranger Things um, did theme integration pretty well. 
Um, I'm not a fan of the show. I've mentioned that um, in the sense of like, it's not that I hate it. I just haven't seen it. Theme integration, when you look at Guns N' Roses, you feel like, just like you said, you're at a concert, like you're at a concert event. It's just, it's pretty wild. And um, kudos to Jersey Jack for doing such a good job with that. Yeah, right, I think but, Rick and Morty was my second choice on that. So good yeah, call. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty also, uh, Spooky did a great job with that. And and I mean, now it's crazy. Like those pins are going for like crazy money on the pin side and other places. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, I know, it's insane. That? Yeah. I'm just like, y'all know. <laughs> All right. A few more. Best play field layout. Playfield layout. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm trying to find it. Oh, I picked Avengers. <laughs> I was like, is it Avengers? I honestly, that's a cool as heck playfield layout. So I mean, I, it's not like I'm going to give you a hard time about that because I'm like, it looks amazing. Um, all of you that follow me on social media know that I was extra salty because I drove for an hour and a half to go play it and it was broken. I'm not like mad at the arcade I went to, like these things happen, but I was just mad because I drove an hour and a half and I was like, I should have called first. I should have called first. This is on me, but we're just standing there so sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad to hear that it was broken. There are definitely, I mean, the, was it the disc? I don't know. It just had a giant out of order side. And like, I myself, bet it was the subway. Well, no, subway's only on the premium. I doubt they had that at the location, but I think they had the pro. I think I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to look at the picture, but it was still like, I was just still sad. Like I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> I would be too, man. I would be too. It took us three months to get this thing. I was so excited for it to come, but three months. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, no. All right, final Twippy category, Game of the Year. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Guns and Roses. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so tell me why. Considering you picked Avengers for almost every other category. No, I picked Guns and Roses for a lot of... I picked Guns yeah. and Roses... Well, you know, I'm not going to go back through them, but yeah, no, no, you, you, you did. It was very much between Guns N' Roses and Avengers. I'm just giving you a hard time. It just, I don't know. It just kind of exploded out. I liked their promo video. It captured the spirit of GNR for me. I love their music. Um, the old Guns N' Roses game is terrible. So this has got to be a step up. I have not played it. So it's hard for me to say that this is a truly educated uh, guess, but it's just, or, decision but it's i don't know it just it just seems like sort of larger than life and i appreciate companies putting out pinball machines like that during this time yeah it it's such a it looks like such a fun like concert style event like i again i haven't played it um i think game of the year i went um with um avengers even though like it's it's hard it was between Avengers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like those were like, cause, but I didn't play Avengers. I have to go back and look now. I'm like, I need to go look at my choices. But I just remember thinking like, okay, those two, like I really liked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the art. I love the gameplay. There were a lot of things I really liked about it. Um, but you know, Guns N' Roses, I think, I think it's going to be a tough choice between Guns N' Roses and Avengers um, you... for, for a lot of white people love the gameplay of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. The same game that came out this year by Stern. That Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what? That's just not nice, Laura. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gameplay that's all on the bottom half of the play field because it's impossible <laughs> to get anywhere else. <laughs> it, it's, it's fair. It's fair. But I, I enjoy it. I still, every time I play it, I have such a good time. I'm like, I really like this game. And, and everybody's like, Really? Like, why? Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to see me when I play it. I just scream at it. Um, you can backhand a lot of most of the shots, if not all the shots. Yeah. And once I learned that, I was like, well, this is a little bit better. But you can have a game that you get like two million on, and then the next one is like thirty-five. I don't know. I haven't gotten beyond fifty. I don't think <laughs> the game infuriates me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love it. I know. I know. It's like hot take y'all hot take. Um, but another category that we're going to talk about, and it was one of the reasons I wanted to bring Laura on the show. First of all, I love chatting with you. And I, whenever I get a chance when I'm like, not, you know, locked down in COVID, I like to go see Laura and the gang up at Richmond and the Richmond pinball collective. Um, but you were nominated for your Corntopia selfie tournament. And this was back and correct me if I'm wrong. You did this back in May. Uh, or June, if I remember correctly. 
aren't they the same month basically it's yes it's covid I mean, like, it's like all of 2020 it's just covid december february <laughs> may august september <laughs> late spring <laughs> yes i think it was may but I feel with the Quarantopia tournament, it was the first big tournament I remember coming out for the community. And I think like once you kind of like went through the door, there were a lot of other tournaments that happened. But uh, you were the first big selfie tournament that, you know, was out there because at that point we had been in quarantine for a couple of months. All of us were lamenting like the sadness of like no like location pinball. Like what do we I'm at home by myself? What were you thinking like when you kind of came up with the idea for that? Well, I was thinking that I wanted somebody else to do it. Uh, <laughs> I went to <laughs> tilt forums and I was like, can somebody please do something? I need to compete. And got like two responses like, eh, we have like this small little league with a spreadsheet. You can join if you want. And I was like, well, that's really cool. But I'm kind of thinking something a little, I don't know, bigger and easier to manage rather than having to go through a spreadsheet and enter all these scores in. So nobody really responded. And I just decided to start it thinking that maybe like 20 people would sign up for it and it would still be fun, but it kind of got a little out of control. I guess. So in total, cause I, I have an idea if I remember correctly, the number, how many people played in the selfie league? I want to say like 300. Yeah, it was but right I around. I can't remember. I think like, there were 333 people that signed up, but I don't think they all submitted scores. So, yeah, it was o- over 300 people played, and I can't even imagine. Like, I'm like sweating bullets trying to do a bells tournament with like 20 people, and I'm uh, like, I cannot do this. <laughs> like, this is stressing me out. Um, so, when you saw the popularity <laughs> of the tournament and like everybody participating, like, what were your your feelings on that? Well, at first it was really stressful because I had a bunch of strangers sending me messages uh, within the, like the first week. Can you add all these games, add these games, add these games? Um, and, and they didn't understand how it works. So I have to explain the rules to everybody. And these are just messages popping up nonstop. And of course I have a day job too. So I was just like, what have I done? <laughs> but um, after that, you know, after all the games had been added and, and most of the people had been added at that point, you would just get a few new games or people to add per day. It became pretty easy. You just go in there and uh, approve the the scores and look at all the cute selfies of people doing funny things. And I don't know, it just became a pleasure. And when people asked and offered to help me, I was very possessive of it. I just wanted, I just wanted to be a be able to approve all those scores, which was really no problem at all as far as time. Um, yeah, it was great. What was the original question? <laughs> okay, I love that you were in the zone. I can see how passionate, or can hear how passionate you are about the kind of kismet and the magic that had happened with this tournament. Because like I said, it was the first thing like where I was like, what What do you mean selfie tournament? Because I we have those, you know, in and around Texas, you know, there are selfie tournaments, but yours was the first big one in COVID. Uh, like what, I know you had stated that, you know, you wanted somebody else to do it. Um, what was your feeling like with all of like the kudos people have been talking about your league all of 2020 to be nominated for a Twippy? Like, what does that mean to you? I mean, it, it warms my hard, cold little heart because I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just can't believe that people were that affected by it. The emails and outpouring of support that I gotten for something that I really just considered, uh, just a a pleasure to do. And I was so excited that people did it, but I don't feel like I deserve a lot of credit for just doing something that, that anyone could have done. You know, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't work for me. Um, Well, if you love something, it's never work. That's the old saying. What was the most surprising thing about all of it? You know, kind of, you know, on the, on the backside of it, six months, you know, down the road, what was the most surprising thing? The most surprising thing would be that it was the, uh, when I was told by the creator of Match Play, Andreas, that it was the largest uh, uh, high score tournament that had ever existed on Match Play. Oh, (laughs) wow. Yeah, that was, uh, he just messaged me on, and on Tilt and said he, you know, was seeing like a huge increase in, um, participation on match play and he couldn't figure out why 
And then uh, he saw a post by me and was like, that's why. That's You're the one who's doing all this stuff. <laughs> so, and so then he was happy to give me stats about how many games were played and who played the most games. And um, yeah, very nice guy. Does not get enough credit. Should be nominated for a Twippy in some category that doesn't exist. Um, puts a lot of work into match play and we all use it all the time. Apparently, even in quarantine. So yeah, it's. I know some of you are not into competitive pinball. The match play app, it's my lifesaver. It's totally my lifesaver. It's amazing software. It's not expensive. And Andres is so like kind. And whenever we have questions, I'm like, I messed this up. (laughs) I need help. (laughs) So he is amazing. It's just amazing software. And you're right. I wish there was like kind of like a behind the scenes award, you know, like people who like, you know, who run tilt forums, people who, you know, like Andres who run like match play and things like that. Things that, you know, aren't flashy and in the front um, because those are the things that matter. Like I couldn't run a tournament without match play. Like, I mean, I could, but I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's the easiest. uh, I I have the most ease of use uh, using that um, application. It's not really an application, but um, you know what I mean? That software. Yeah. And uh, he is, he's got a running uh, tilt forms help thread where anyone asks a question on there. He responds, you know, usually the same day with detailed re- answers. Of course, you send him an email, he'll respond right back and tell you how to fix something that you messed up. Um, yeah, he, he's great. And he's doing it all for nothing. Just you know, some donations here and there to keep, you know, his server alive, probably after I slammed it up with a bunch of (laughs) selfies, 2,113 selfies stored forever. (laughs) Yes. They also take donations there at Match Play. So feel free if you ever use it to make some donations. I think that's really awesome. I did not know that. That's a fun fact. I did not know that. I love that so much. Okay. We're into 2021. We're hoping to come out of quarantine by summer do you think that you would do another selfie tournament do you think there would be like quarantopia 2.0 i honestly don't think that i would um i've been asked to but i just feel like it had its time and place and i i don't know i (laughs) it's certainly (laughs) possible it's certainly possible I did uh, say that maybe I would do one for a month or something like that, just a shorter format, smaller one. But I'm really busy right now trying to keep my club alive. And I don't I don't know for sure. Maybe, maybe you should do one, Lauren. <laughs> don't be putting that on me. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Again, kind of wrapping this up, I just want to say congratulations because you kind of were the first on the scene. And we joked earlier in the show, you know, Pin Clash. You had the uh, Virtual Pinball Expo. You had the Stern Heads Up Pinball Invitational. You had the Virtual Battle of the Bells. There were so many other events that kind of came along after your tournament. So you you found a way to connect to the community. And I you know, as the trailblazer of that, I know a lot of people in the community were very appreciative of what you did because it is a lot of work, you know, hand jamming a bunch of scores in um, as much fun as, it, you know, the whole experiences. I know that it was a lot of work, too. So I kind of want to say on behalf of everybody that got to experience that. Thank you so much for what you did. It was it, it was a neat event to watch. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for what you do, girl, because Aww. you're doing it. Very Hard important. Moments. Highlighting all these awesome women. Yay! Except so, me, you know. <laughs> I'm highly highlighting you the mostest. You're on your way to a jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got to get that jacket, gold jacket, green jacket. <laughs> Got to pick out your color. I'll send you the link. So kind of leaning into what you were just saying, for those of you who don't know, uh, Laura is one of the brainchild and pushing forces behind the Richmond Pinball Collective, which is a pinball club in Richmond, Virginia. And we've had a few um, arcade owners and a few people who, uh, you know, have been very much affected by obviously COVID-19. Everybody's been affected by COVID-19. But in, in the arcade world, I mean, it's just kind of been like a kind of a full stop. So so what has been your experience so far in, in the collective you know, because it is a private club, so it's a little different than a public arcade. Um, what have been your challenges with that so far? Uh, our challenges, well, I mean, money for one thing, but obviously that comes from a lack of people that are comfortable going out. So we tried to 
we had to change the structure of the club because while we are a private club, we have a lot of members. And when we had league nights, you know, it, it's a thousand square foot space. So we had 35 people packed in to this small space and the pinball machines are taking up most of the space anyway. So just very close quarters. We couldn't do that anymore. And, you know, beer sales uh, from nights like that would certainly, you know, help us a lot. So we had to, we don't have leagues anymore, except we do have a social distancing league where you can go in and play your games whenever you want. And we only allow six members to come to the collective at a single time and one volunteer. Um, They have to sign up on sign up genius for the shifts that they want to come. It's two hour shifts. You know, it's all very kind of sad that we had these rules, but people have gotten used to it. Everybody's masking up. Everybody cleans their own machines. That's the good thing about a collective. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's the good thing about a collective. Everyone's invested in the club. They all feel like they own it. So everybody takes care of their own business. We don't have an employee coming to clean up behind people who just don't care. Everybody cares. So you're all cleaning your own games. You're only in there with six people and you have to keep a distance of two machines uh, between you know, groups and people, um, which there aren't very many groups because it's six total people. And then, yeah, so that's the way it's going right now. And we do have um, our, one of our members, Dan Cotter, started up a social distance league, which is very cool. We compete in virtual groups, but you can go in and play your games whenever you want, but you do have to play them all in a row on our system, no practice in between them. And uh, it's, it's adding a nice competitive you know, touch where we didn't have that for a while. Yeah. And I think that's been the challenge. And, you know, for, for us, I mean, we haven't had leagues for almost, it'll be a year in February. Um, We haven't had leagues here locally in San Antonio. So, I mean, we've missed that, you know, you know, bless the local here, what's brewing. They've been trying to open when they can, but you know, they're also a a public facing coffee shop. So there's that element of like, there's food here. So, you know, there's a lot of, of things that they have to look at, but it's, it's so, sad that, you know, like a lot of businesses are closing, just especially like restaurants, bars, arcades. Um, You know, we've heard of several uh, big time arcades that have been closing. And of course, you are our number one first time Pimberg correspondent. And I was like, so sad. I was like, I know you were my Pimberg correspondent and then Nomas Pimberg. And I'm like, I didn't even get to go. I was like, no. I I mean, there are so many people that are so like, bummed about that. And I, I had to ask you since you were like, I, and I think that was the first episode you did. Like we were talking like, and you were like, can you be my Pembroke correspondent? She's like, yeah. So what does that mean to you? Like, I think I was very shocked. And I said this on the episode with Elizabeth Cromwell that, you know, I totally expected them to cancel Pimberg and replay effects. I didn't expect them to the event, not like cancel, like the whole foundation that was just shocking to me. So kind of like, you know, kind of walk us through that. What, what are your feelings about all of that? Uh, I was absolutely stunned, heartbroken, crushed, uh, demolished. Penberg was my favorite time of every year. And I don't know if it's worse to be in your position where you didn't get to experience that magic or if it's worse to know the magic and then have to let it go forever, forever. It's not coming back because the games are gone. The way that Penberg was structured, it has to, it has to have those games from all uh, four eras. It has to be in Pittsburgh. The magic of being in the middle of the city of Pittsburgh, downtown on the river, just beautiful. All of your friends. I mean, yeah, I was absolutely crushed. Um, my first, I wasn't angry, but I, I didn't understand why the community wasn't given an opportunity to help and why they said that they're, you know, the, the people on the inside felt like it was an insurmountable, uh, you know, mountain to climb that they would not be able to get enough donations to make a real difference. But I just don't know about that. You know, I, the people that love Penberg are really invested. Uh, we would, we would do everything to keep it because it was a fundamental part of our pinball lives. I don't know. I'm so emotional over it, Lauren. I just, I can't, I can't even imagine. That. Like, so I think it's, I honestly think it's worse for you. Like I can't miss what I didn't, I don't know. Like I can only imagine like how amazing it was. It's like, just like dreaming of like this thing you've never done or the, dreaming of a place you've never visited, but like to know the magic of pinball summer camp and then for it to go away. And I agree with you. Like, I think like, you know, why, why not try to do a GoFundMe or, you know, something, you know, where there could have been like a donation. I think 
I think they would have been surprised about the the outpouring of support because, you know, I had to amend this question on the freaking inside the pinball arcade. Like, okay, um, you can say your favorite event, but you can't say Pinburg because everybody says Pinburg. Besides Pinburg, what is your favorite event? So, I mean, it meant so much to so many people. I know. And I just, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't reach out to the community and they kind of just said, nope. It's over. We're not doing it. We're selling all the fire sales. Right. I have to assume that there is just something beyond that, something that really was uh, too much of a hurdle for them to get over. So something like, you know, maybe the community could have raised, and and in my opinion, I think the community could have raised $200,000, maybe more, but that was kind of the number where I saw, because the community is obviously finite, you know, everybody can give a lot, but there just isn't, there aren't that many pinball players. Right. It seems like a lot at Penberg, but that's, I mean, it's it's still a small small community. Yeah, Yeah, it's a small community of very passionate people. And I think you know, had you said the if we don't make this, Pinberg is gone. I think there would have been a little more push. But if we did it one time, would they ha- would they need it again? There there must have been something on the back end that was not going to work math wise. But it was still just really disappointing. And I and I was just my heart broke when I saw that. I I was upset because I'm like, I, son of a <laughs> like, dang it. Uh, but for <sighs> everybody that experienced it, because I just you I would ride on your highs because I was like, it sounds so amazing. I want to go there someday. I'm going to be like- riding on those highs for the rest of my life because I <laughs> have to go through every year around Penberg. I'm going to go into a deep one week long depression <laughs> oh, where no. I just go back and look at all the old games that I played and, and remember every moment that I had meeting all these wonderful people that I'm uh, not going to see most of them probably ever again. I mean, you have to be realistic about this. I, sure, I can think like, I'll see them at other tournaments, but I won't see all of them again at other tournaments. Uh, I just won't. So, yeah. I And I uh, can't even think of anything like, you know, kind of like stepping back and looking at all the tournaments that are out there that are, you know, haven't been, you know, they're saying like no mas, but, you know, like in disc and there's some other bigger events, but there's just nothing that, to me would even come close to Pinberg. So it's, it's disappointing. So I'm seeing, but I had to ask you since you were the official Backbox pinball podcast, Pinberg correspondent, your thoughts and feelings about Pinberg. I could talk about Pinberg all night. I should still be your Pinberg correspondence. Whenever (laughs) someone needs you on in August or like when you, when we have Pinberg questions, I was like, hold on, let us go to our Pinberg. I have got so many experiences from past Pinbergs. I could take up several episodes and make people feel like Pinberg just happened again. You know what? We we may have like Foberg or like you know Pin Foberg or something, and we'll figure it out. But you know, maybe we'll have to have like a mini Pinberg, you know, virtually or something. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I I'm sad, but I'm sadder for for my friends that are gonna really miss that. So, oh, boo, sad. But I want to talk about something else. So. I saw some pictures and we've been talking about this the whole episode because every like every other answer was either Guns N' Roses or Avengers. I see you selling your Jurassic Park and I'm like, I don't even know how to like what what are you doing? Like, that's the bestest game. Like, I love Jurassic (laughs) Park so much. And I mean, y'all, y'all know I have all the feelings for Jurassic Park, not only the game. But also, uh, Jeff Goldblum, you all know this. But and then I'm like, no, Lord, no. I was like, why? Why is there? Why is there a man with a dolly? No. And, <laughs> and you're like, I have to stop. Like, you're you've betrayed Keith. No. <laughs> so you're like, I'm gonna get Avengers. I'm like, I don't know how to feel about any of this. I don't know. So I have to ask you because I haven't played it. Like, what what made you decide? Like, because I know you love Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And what made you like take that leap from selling Jurassic Park to getting Avengers? Because I know Avengers seems to be your jam. So, so right. First of all, what? Why would you do that? And then, <laughs> you know, like, why would you sell Jurassic Park? And then, you know, what has it been like owning Avengers? Well, first of all, when you opened with, I saw some pictures, um, I was really scared and wanted to know how you fi- found them and who told you. But thankfully, uh, you just meant of Jurassic Park. So yay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park is uh, still and always will be one of my favorite games. It is an incredible game. I've said this a million times. I don't really need to repeat it. But I did. I played it every day for a year, almost every single day. Um, multiple times, hours uh, sometimes. And I 
reached a point in it where I felt like with my at my skill level and the choices that I'm making in the game so that I can enjoy the game, I wasn't likely to end up going much further past Visitor Center. I got to the Visitor Center a few times, played that, um, never cleared it. And, you know, then you start all over again with the paddocks. And it's <laughs> it's it's such a great game, but it's like you you really have to chop some wood to get back up into those wizard modes. So I just felt like I had played it as you know best I could and it was time to to move it along and find some new joy, um, a new spark in another game. Um, also, Clark didn't love Jurassic Park. So I've got to be honest, we're a team here. Um, I, I loved it and was uh, significantly better at it than he was. <laughs> he would get frustrated at it and he just, um, it, just I don't know, he would spiral. So he wanted a new game. Um, we did. We sold Ghostbusters and got Monster Bash. I don't think you're mad at me about that, but <laughs> you know what? I I know. I like. Okay, I love Monster Bash, so I'm, I can't be mad. I do like Ghostbusters. <laughs> I am one of those people that actually like Ghostbusters. But I like I Ghostbusters could, too. I can be selling it for Monster Bash though. Like I'm like I'm on that train. But when I saw you like sell Jurassic Park, like part of me like on the inside, died. I'm like stress eating y'all. Just so you know, what I'm talking about this. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how could you sell Jurassic Park? But okay, so you, you know, you've done everything you can with it. Clark's not a fan. You want to find a new baby. So you're going to get rid of your old baby. So what <laughs> made you decide on Avengers? Was it because it was new? I didn't decide on it. Um, uh-huh. It was not my choice. So we take turns in this house, this uh, partnership. So I chose Monster Bash to replace Ghostbusters. Therefore, it was Clark's turn. And I did give him permission to release Jurassic Park. He was very excited about Avengers. And uh, so that's what we that's what we got to replace Jurassic Park. And he admitted to me tonight that he likes Avengers more than he liked Jurassic <gasps> Park. And I disagree. I still think uh, Jurassic Park is the better game for now. But the code is pretty <laughs> new on Avengers. So, But I do have the GC on uh, Avengers just to clear that up. Well done. Uh, so. <laughs> so. I'm going to stop. I had to mute myself while Laura was talking so I could shove more cookies in my mouth because I'm like, I can't believe you cheated on Jurassic Park. No, but I can totally see that. Like, I think, you know, even with me, Bram Stokers is like my grail. Like, I love it. But I know there's probably going to be a point where I'm like, I love it. But like I've like done everything I can with it. So and I'm like kind of like one of those like, right, you know, should I get a new one? And the the spouse is kind of like I take him to, you know, the arcade and he's like i really like these new ones i'm like yeah you do don't you love them let's yeah just- well here's the thing <laughs> like you you i mean i i do consider myself a collector but more than being a collector i consider myself a player and i want something new to learn you know i can't just play the same game all the time that's mm-hmm. no way to live if you love pinball you got to rotate these things not i mean there are some that will never leave the collection uh, we got a frontier recently it's never going anywhere Baywatch is never going anywhere. <laughs> Radicals never going anywhere because it's Clark's, you know, dream theme, dream game, even though it's not very fun, but <laughs> it's never going anywhere. But then, you know, sometimes you just got to try new things, play. I mean, there's so many pinball games and I don't want to become attached to something as a possession. I want it to be something that I'm having a blast playing. So Avengers will probably eventually leave too. Boo-hoo. And something else will come in. (laughs) And I'm trying to remember why, but it was like a coincidence. Like I was talking to somebody about Kenny Rogers and then you're like, oh, it was the... Elizabeth Dronay was selling frontier ornaments through her uh, upkick um, company. And then you're like, I just bought a frontier. I'm like, Oh, I was like the Kenny Rogers machine. It was like, and I, I just, I love frontier. I just love the look of it. I just, every, there's so many things I like about it. What made you decide to get it? Was it Kenny Rogers or is it, was it just $1,500? <laughs> <laughs> so it was working and it was $1,500. And, uh, Clark uh, looked back at me. I was playing Avengers and he was on his computer when he saw it. And he's like, Frontier, $1,500. I'm like, yes, get it now. Get it. And it's one of those websites or one of those Facebook uh, sellers where Uh the first person to respond on the thread gets it. So he was like, I'll take it. And they were like, yep, sold. And so got it. And $1,500 for Frontiers, you know, 
it's, it's a, a solid solid game, but it's yeah. like a yeah, but it 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 can go for much more just because it's for whatever reason um so, super sought after right now. But anyway, we found out was it was a sample game, so oh. it's actually <laughs> yeah, it's one of the uh, promotional games that was uh, uh, given to well purchased by one of the old, um, what is the name of that arcade? Man, I already forgot it. I knew all the history of this game, but this old 80s arcade uh, in Northern Virginia and um, Time Out, Time Out Arcade. It was kind of a big deal. And they got a sample game in there. And that, that was the first place it was ever placed because we still had the location stickers inside the frontier oh, yeah. um, telling us where it was, when it was there. And it just... It, it came with like a lot of its story and I find that special and I'm never giving it away or selling it. <laughs> I could, I could totally see that. Like, you know, I talk about my Cleopatra all the time, but when I had it completely restored, one of the things I had them leave on there, it had the badge from um, like the new Orleans, like coin op, like route, like whatever company like routed it in new Orleans, like that, that badge was on there with the number. And I'm like, that right. stays. I was like that, like, I love that so much that stays. And, you know, it's not something original to the game, but something to the history of the piece. And I love that, you know, you have the stickers in that history. And it, I, to me that like makes a game like keepable. Like I know that I will probably never get rid of Cleopatra. And that's why I'm kind of like on the fence because I love Dracula so much. But at the same time, like, like sometimes I get bored with it. I'm like, I've done all the things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I hear I, you. I I'm buying things for like, I bought a new trans light. I buy like, like all these mods. <laughs> like, okay. I keep on buying like extra stuff for it, but it's like, there's going to be mean, a It's point. a keeper. That might be a forever game for you. I know. And it's like, but like, Okay, so listeners, I think I mentioned this, like, maybe I did or maybe I didn't. So we're moving, right? We bought a townhouse. And I feel like I've been bamboozled because there's not a lot of room for pins. Like, I literally <laughs> like can probably fit comfortably four because we have a fireplace. And I'm like, we, I could put two on each side. Um, I might block part of the kitchen, but it's okay. It'll, it'll fit and not look weird. And Does this townhouse have a basement? No, we do not have basements in Texas. Like, that's, we don't <laughs> okay. have... Like it's like yeah, it's I learned bad. something new. <laughs> yeah. So, um, listeners in Texas, the 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 ground shifts and the the you just very it, you won't won't see them. Like you will not find basements oh, in Texas. Okay. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, but like, and I'm super jelly of all the people who who do have basements up north. I'm like, you in your basement? I was like, I'm gonna have to convert my garage. I was like, and I, and I kind of floated that by him, and he's like, what? I'm like, I'm just saying down the road, like, like we could like put a wall up. It'll be fine. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Right. So you can buy a storage building just to put out there with a little uh, mini split, you know, yeah. system in it, and you could probably do that for about fifteen grand. Just yeah. like. The that's it's your little space. He doesn't even need to be involved. I know. I I, I have all of these ideas. Like I have all these and like he just kind of looks at me and I'm like, "What? You said you like the new machine." I was like, "Be quiet." I was like, "It's going to be fine." <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but I, I I'm so glad you bought it Frontier because I was like, I did I have my list of things I wanted to talk to you about and I forgot to write down Frontier. But um I love the sound it makes when you put coins in. Beep, beep, beep. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the best. Like, there's, there's so many things I like about Frontier. Like there's like a couple of games like that are of that like Frontier. I would love the Dolly Parton machine. Um, you guys know for some reason like I want Night Moves, even though people judge me about it. Like that's no, a little later. Nobody's but judging you. You're gonna get a Night Moves one of these days. I am, and I'm like, we can eat dinner on that. We don't need a table. It's exactly. a table. It's a co table cocktail table. A table is the piece title. of furniture. It's so a piece of furniture. <laughs> I, and if we want to make it fancy, I can put a tablecloth on it when people come over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like right there. There you go. And I'll make sure the music plays because that's like the bestest part. So our <laughs> just something wrong with me. It is really great. <laughs> all right. Laura, you've been on the show three times. This is your third time. So I've asked you all of like the questions for inside the pinball arcade. So I had a couple of like bonus round questions for you and I thought we, we'd have some fun with it. What do you say? Yeah, baby. I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. I haven't even cursed so far yet. Did you notice that? I, I have noticed. I was going <laughs> to give you like a gold, you know what? You're going to get a me. Wow. Sticker, you know, I was, with a cat with a rainbow. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so, so proud. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and also, I appreciate it because I'm like, I don't have to go through it and beep Laura the whole time. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to ask, since you love Avengers so much, and Avengers is all about, you know, coming together, fight Thanos, all these things. 
if you were going to build like a super pinball squad of like players that you would like go around, fight pinball crime and do amazing pinball adventures with and go to like tournaments and be all that four players, who would you put on your pinball Avengers team? Why are you going trying to get me in trouble like this? <laughs> I had to make it spicy. It's so spicy. Um, four players, not including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously, Lauren, you would be on there. Uh, yay! I wasn't even because that <laughs> I was not excited, and I suck. I'm like, this is great. I mean, this team is going to be all women. You know this, right? So I kind of had oh, a feeling, but I was kind of hoping. I was like. Well, I was like, maybe Clark will make the team, but I don't know. It might be all ladies. But yay, I'm so excited I made the team. Pinball Avengers. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. You are seriously killing me. And I'm going to get in trouble. with. <laughs> all right. We're putting we're putting Kate Martin on the team. Woo. She is She's my team man. leader. <laughs> I'm not team leader. Kate Martin <laughs> is a team leader. Um, she likes to talk. She likes to direct people. She's done whipped. Uh, yeah, she's she, a good I, choice. She's totally, like, in charge. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, obviously, my girl Jessie is going to be on the team. Jessie Farrell, you're actually writing this down. I am writing it down. <laughs> I am blackmail later. <laughs> uh, uh, oh boy, um, how many more members do I have? I have two so more. We have I think. Kate, Jessie. Um, if you want to include me, you only have you one more. <laughs> well, then I will have to say the last member of the team is. Uh, Elizabeth Deborah Cromwell Tallman. <laughs> Have you heard her? <laughs> you didn't give me enough people. <laughs> all right, you know what? But one of them will be an alternate, all right? No, it's one person, and it's like one fantastic person. One angry slash happy person at the same time. Very good at pinball. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I love it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the bestest. I love, I I love your pinball Avengers team. It's the best. We had a lot of music theme pins. We've talked Gundam Roses, Led Zeppelin. Have you had a chance to play Led Zeppelin, by the way? It's super new. So no, no, I haven't had a chance to play it. We, we can't afford to buy new machines right now. Uh, We can't (laughs) afford to buy Gorgars right now. Really, We We do not have Gorgars. Yeah. No. So if, so let's just say, because I mean, they're just turning out these music pins. What band would you like to see come with a music pin next? Oh boy. Um, Wow. That sounded really dorky. Oh boy. Um, Let me see here. Well, I appreciate Uh, you not swearing. (laughs) I would love a Kenny G pinball machine with a built-in saxophone that locks the ball. No. Songbird Um, (laughs) multi-ball. (laughs) <laughs> no, um, I'd love to see uh, some hip hop uh, theme. Maybe, maybe Snoop Dogg. Although I don't know, I, I struggle with my love for Snoop Dogg and my love for uh, women and <laughs> not <Tough>. sexism. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So wow. Okay, I, I knew I had to make this deeper than it actually was. It was just a simple question, Laura. It was a simple <laughs> question. Morrissey, Morrissey, and the Smiths pinball machine. Let's do it. Ooh, oh, he's got oh, his Smith. Yeah, he does. And I mean, like, he's just sad. And like, yeah, I always want to give Morrissey a hug, but um, I'm just, but I, I, I like the Smiths versus Morrissey's like solo stuff. But yeah, the Smiths. Um, oh, oh, there's just like a million things that like I love about this. Oh, we could talk yeah, about. I'm, I'm a huge, huge Smiths fan. Um, even bigger Morrissey solo fan. So I will not really. Say <laughs> he's, he's done some really sketchy stuff in the last couple years that makes him not my favorite person on a political I don't know I just need to not read anything on the internet ever again basically if I want to keep loving the artists that I love yeah it's like sometimes like I was like I liked you I liked you so much now I'm like dang it like I can't I was like we might have to break up it's like dang it dang the internet like the internet's supposed to bring me fun things and lately it just brings me nothing to say I know (laughs) I try to separate the art from the artist or the creation from the creator but you know we were just talking about ghostbusters earlier sullied (laughs) so like and that's like night moves too same guy and i'm like like, he created night moves somehow that's the funniest thing i've ever heard i'm just like (laughs) "Mm -hmm." 
So there's a part of me that's kind of like, uh, maybe I should need like a new grail. I was like, I need a new grail. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I was like, I haven't decided yet, but, but it's, it's still night moves, but it's like night moves with like a, an asterisk. I was like, dang it. So yeah, but, well, it might be a little cheaper now on the uh, secondhand market. <laughs> <laughs> Although somebody was trying to sell me one, like it was like something ridiculous. Like, like it was like $2,500. And I'm like, just like making the face. Like, I don't care if it just like has never been unopened. I'm not paying that much for that game. I'm just not. I was like, right, right. I was like, and I'm going to have to drive it. has never been unopened. It, it's definitely <laughs> never been unopened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I love you. Uh, and okay, so I have to like ask you because I think I asked you this question on the last episode you were on. Did we do the Desert Island pin collection? Uh, I think we did. I think we did. So I Are think you we did. try and check check to see if I have the same answers because I yes. honestly don't remember what we're I told do, you. We're gonna do it again because that was like like that was like when we had hope COVID, like that was when we had hope, like that things were going to work out. It was going to burn off in the summer. Cause you know, I'm a virus doctor and I know these things, the sun is going to cook it. It's going to be great. Um, so now we've all gone through the holidays and, and blank COVID. That's all I have to say about that. So, all right. 2021. I can say it if you want, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we all said it in our minds. <laughs> What hmm. is your 2021 Desert Island pin collection, four to five pins? Oh my gosh, we are really going to do this. We're doing it. It's happening. I mean, probably a bunch of stuff I haven't played before because I'm really <laughs> bored with all these <laughs> pins that I'm stuck with. I live in my house. It's all I play. And the ones with the collective. Um, okay, no, let's be real. Uh, Nine ball is going to be one of them but it has to be a fantastically restored, beautiful nine ball. The same one that I saw at Texas Pinball Festival. And I need to know the name of the person who owns that so I can pay him $25,000 to buy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh boy. Uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Okay. In fact, I don't think that we had this question before. I don't remember five. Maybe it was just one. I mean, Iron Maiden is my favorite game in the entire world, but I figure by the time my boat gets to this island, I won't like it as much. And also it says witness the nightmares of the sea. And if I'm on on, on an island, like maybe I don't want a game screaming at me to witness the nightmares of the sea because I've already experienced those nightmares. You're already so. in a nightmare of the sea. So. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what's next. What's next? Um, maybe the shadow. Let's put I that there. Shadow. It's such a great game. It really is. It's one of my favorites. That's on my short list of like ones I would love to own is the shadow. I love it. A friend of mine called it clunky today and it made me angry. (laughs) I I I never thought it was. Like I would never, there are a lot of things I would call it. Clunky is not one of them. Yeah, he's wrong. He's wrong a lot. I don't know who that is, but you're wrong. (laughs) It's Jesse's husband. (laughs) You're wrong, Jesse's husband. (laughs) Um, what else? What else? How many more do I have? So far you had nine ball, Ripley's, and the shadow. Because you weren't okay, gonna include Iron Maiden because it's a, already a nightmare on the seat. Right. Yes, exactly. Um Okay, so I will take Keith Elwin's Archer, because I've never played it in <laughs> Oh, that's a oh, so instead of Iron Maiden, I'll take Archer. Um I like that. I mean, it was based off of it. It's going yeah. to have a lot of the same shots. I've never played it. So we'll take that. That way I, I don't get the sea nightmare, but I do get sort of the game. You get the game without like the scariness of the sea. So Right. And no. Archer is so uplifting. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Yeah, um, you've got one more. It's got to be something that's just... You know, I love I love blackout, and I don't have time to sit around here and think about this. So we're just gonna go with blackout right now. I'm done. <laughs> blackout, blackout, blackout. Oh my god, uh, that 
is a very nice collection. It's a, it's, a, it's well-rounded. There's a little bit of everything in there. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well done for the bonus round of the inside the pinball arcade. Yay! What do I win? What do I win? <laughs> you win my love and admiration for all time. Oh, yes. It's only because I put you on my Avengers team. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. I will make sure that we have awesome jackets and outfits. <laughs> that is what I'll Sounds amazing. That we means need. two jackets. That means I'm getting two jackets because I'm getting a sparkly jacket too. <laughs> Kate's super creative as well. So like between the two of us, we're going to look amazing. That's all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> all right. Well, wrapping up the show, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show and congratulations on the nomination for the Twippy. I, I feel that you have a great shot at it. So um, if you haven't voted or if you want to re-vote, go in there and for best virtual events, you can vote for Laura because she's awesome sauce. Um, I will put a link to the Twippy ballot on the show notes so you can vote for her there. Um, if you want to show her some love and you can always visit um, and find out more info about the Richmond pinball collective um, that they are a cool group of folks. And like, it's like literally like hashtag like pinball dreams. Every time I go there, I'm like, <laughs> I love this place so much. Like, like part of me is like, I could live in Richmond. It'd be okay. I'm like, I don't like snow, but please come to Richmond. We accept <laughs> you. We accept. We accept. <laughs> I like literally you the last time I was like, Pete. give me your Pete. I accept it. <laughs> I, I have too many cat Facebook groups that I follow. <laughs> you don't have Pete's. You have hands. <laughs> Laura, stop it. <laughs> oh, but this was too much fun. Obviously, listeners, you know, every time I have Laura on, it's always the bestest time. So, um, but I really wanted to have her on and talk about uh, the, the selfie tournament and other things. But, uh, but thank you. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Of course. Anytime. Preferably two more times. <laughs> so, she can get her so, all right, <laughs> listeners, again, if you like the show, please feel free to give us a rating on your podcaster podcatcher of choice. I can't say, I can't talk anymore. And I've only been drinking Snapple and eating cookies. I've only had four during this episode. So I'm really proud of myself, which is like, I haven't eaten the whole container, but if you need more cookies, you can buy some Fire. from Ella. We'll put a link in the show notes, go order some. These lemonade cookies are like off the chain y'all. Cause I used to be like OG with my Samoas or caramel delights or thin mints, but these lemonades, it's like the bestest. It's so <clears throat> she's eaten more than four. <clears throat> you know what? I thought we were cool. All right. I thought we were cool. I was just going to say. <laughs> I honestly lost count. I was like, I think it was four, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I know, I'm just messing with you. Thank like, you, Lauren. Be <laughs> more than four. <laughs> uh, buy some cookies from Ella so she can get her dog. And uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping! Keep flipping!